0: Welcome to Opening Night. I'm Rebecca Evans. Virginia Opera opened its production of A Midsummer Night's Dream at the Harrison Opera House last weekend. A Midsummer Night's Dream sings of love in its various forms. Forbidden, unrequited, jealous, renewing, hopeful, and spiteful. The work was composed by Benjamin Britten, and the libretto was adapted from Shakespeare's text by Britten and his longtime partner, tenor Peter Pears. In Virginia Opera's production, the action begins before the show's official start. Director Michael Schell has a perplexed costume designer and multiple divas wander the empty stage in distress while a stagehand sweeps the floor. The stagehand transforms into Puck, the show's most iconic character. Conductor Adam Turner leads the Virginia Symphony Orchestra as turquoise-haired hipster fairies sing and wave a copy of A Midsummer Night's Dream in the air. The operatic adaptation of A Midsummer Night's Dream is noteworthy in several ways. First, few composers gave meaty roles to countertenors in 1960 when the work premiered. Second, the opera features an unusually large ensemble cast. Lastly, although parts of the script were cut for the sake of time, what remains is mostly unaltered from the original Elizabethan language. Lighting and projection designer Driscoll Otto and scenic designer Shoko Kambara work in tandem to craft a visually breathtaking, creative, and minimalist set. Images and videos are projected on curtains and an industrial frame around the stage. The lovers are illuminated with passionate red lights while blue and purple overtones shine on the fairies. Shakespearean language requires precise diction and impeccable timing. Virginia Opera's cast mostly rises to the challenge. David Blalock's superior timbre and firm high notes cast a suitably romantic spell as Lysander. Kristen Choi shows reputable acting chops and a thoughtful vocal line as Hermia awakening in anguish to Lysander's disappearance in the woods. Joseph LaTanzi and Mary Hollis Hundley also put in first-rate performances as Demetrius and Helena. The play within a play, Pyramus and Thisbe, receives an amusing treatment. Shakespeare parodies bad actors in the play. Britain takes it a step further, musically mimicking Italian bel canto composers. But the comedic portions of A Midsummer Night's Dream drag. Matthew Burns, Billy Bruley, Brandon Morales, and their peers in the theater troupe are as physically funny as any skilled Shakespearean actors, but this subplot feels extraneous in the opera. Owen Willits' portrayal of Oberon is startling and otherworldly, a thrilling match for his beautifully trained countertenor voice. His queen, Heather Buck, sounds labored during Titania's recitatives but lightens to produce a more blooming sound during her aria. Morgan White makes an impressively acrobatic Puck. White speaks rather than sings, joyfully somersaulting across the stage in moments of splendor and contorting his body in dance-like motions of torture as Oberon releases his rage. Puck's famous monologue closes the show. If we shadows have offended, think but this, and all is mended, that you have but slumbered here while these visions did appear. The colors and extravagance fade as the curtain goes down. Puck is back in his stagehand costume. Were the last three hours real, or were they only a dream? Fans of the original play will love this eerie operatic adaptation of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Others may struggle following the plot due to significant dialogue cuts from the original play, but will nevertheless be amazed by Britain's ethereal sounds and Virginia opera's gorgeous visuals. A Midsummer Night's Dream plays in Fairfax February 17th and 18th. From there, the show will be traveling to Richmond on February 23rd and 25th. Next up for Virginia Opera is Lucia di Lammermoor, playing in Norfolk on March 23rd, 25th, and 27th. Visit vaopera.org for tickets and more information. Saving your seat at opening night, this is Rebecca Evans.